oh, that is so cool. That is so oh, fun. I love that. We just got a stream deck and <laughs> we're playing with it. It's very exciting. I'm I'm having a great time. Um, toys and their toys. Yes. Oh yeah. You know, that's 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 how it's be. Uh, so today we are joined by the immaculate daddy of history. Ryan, do you want to introduce yourself for those who don't know you? Hello there. I am History Daddy, otherwise known as the official simp of. I've got the stream on the other ear, and that's why I have to mute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply that before I get distracted. Um, uh, I am otherwise known as the official simp for Alexander the Great. Um, I have multiple videos just simping for him on TikTok. And um, yeah, that's how um, our, 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 our Lord and Saviour Mattis discovered me. Um, and, uh, oh, good God. Yeah, from, from friends. I, I weighed up doing that joke there and I was like, the, the, does the ego boost need, need more of an ego boost? No, no, um, it doesn't, but we're going to do it anyway. Somebody insult me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the last I don't know why I was going to say you're short, but I have no room to talk. <laughs> wait, wait. You, need, you, you need, tiny man. You need you need to grift harder. If you want to insult, uh, if you want to insult Ivor Aiden, you need to super chat it. That's true, uh, yeah. <laughs> we will read your insults out loud as long as you pay us. Yeah. Um, Honestly, if somebody wants exactly. to if somebody wants to insult me for twenty bucks, I'll I'll read it. <laughs> that would be the easiest way to make destroy money. my ego for money. Yeah. Um, all right, but yeah, yeah. So we brought Ryan <laughs> onto this one because we we tend to focus on America, um, but the United States is not the only place with wild med legends with Bigfoot type legends. And rather than you know try and be an outsider looking in exclusively, I thought it would be fun to bring on somebody who may have. A little bit more experience with these legends in the sense that you know they're from the country where where they come from um you know i i know a while ago you would ask me if i had done a video on the wood woes yet and i said no and then you did that and i was doing my research for this week's content and i was like hang on a minute mm. i recognize that term uh <laughs> and you know it partially selfishly because i was like you know what i do not have time to research this and partially because i figured you would do a better job of presenting it um because you're gonna have more of an experience with the the cultural itself uh you know we we thought it would be a good opportunity to bring you on and uh by the way you guys can find history daddy here on youtube as well where are you um i am on youtube just as is history daddy um i'm on tiktok as history if, if, if my name is history daddy everywhere guys <laughs> okay it's the easiest place to find me yeah great perfect so you know i just wanted to give everybody an idea of where they could find you to get into this story though um i'm, I'm curious i think the first thing i want to ask is over in Britain, what what do American Bigfoot hunters, like, what is the reputation that we have? Do you guys know anything about it, or is it, this is just a crazy thing the Americans believe in? Like, what are your thoughts on the Sasquatch phenomenon? So, um, I grew up um, on a TV show called, I, well, I, I ashamedly grew up on Ancient Aliens, but we, we won't talk about that. Um, I also, I, I mainly grew up on a documentary called Monster Quest, and I right. became obsessed Classic. with Sasquatch and Bigfoot. And like for a while it was like big time my dream to become a cryptozoologist which mm -hmm. i know is cringe but i was you know i was like uh, like mid mid teens mm -hmm. um 
and I, I, the to me, the phenomenon like Bigfoot hunters and all that was absolutely insane. I know a lot, knew a lot of people just from forums and stuff who would like save up life savings just to go to America to go on like Bigfoot and Sasquatch hunts. Mm-hmm. So it definitely translated over to the UK. Um, what I didn't expect about sixteen or seventeen, I discovered um, that there was Bigfoot societies in the UK, mm-hmm. which only in the recent like two or three years or so have really gained traction um there's a there's a lady called deborah hatswell who records weird um mythological and folklore sightings all over the uk mm-hmm. um because that's the thing with 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 cryptids in the uk and and europe they're normally not really seen as like cryptids they are seen really as as folklore when you describe like, yeah, um, more like especially the if you go yeah, if well, if you if you go to certain places in Scotland that and and you started talking about encrypted and stuff, they'd look at you as in, what do you mean? No, the fair there, the fair, like the fair, the fair thing. Um, even down here, there's there's like certain like people in the cities. Mm-hmm. It's more coming back, I would say, this sort of tradition. Yeah, I'm curious I, when I think about it, like how did we go from, like wh- where did Americans lose this belief in the supernatural? I guess to the extent that we had to kind of come full circle and make it into a, a pseudoscience almost, like an actual investigative practice instead of just kind of acknowledging the folklore mm-hmm. of it. Especially when you consider how many Irish descent people came to America. Like, you would think that some of this Gaelic and, and Scottish and Welsh, like, folklore would have made it a little bit more firmly, but it doesn't. There's certain little things, like you've got, like, sin eaters in the Appalachians, but you don't have a ton of this understanding of these things as, like, the fey rather than cryptids and i think it's interesting to to look back on it and you know why did we do you think develop a, that do you think a part of that has to do with just the amount of amalgamation of different cultures that came could together that. yeah that's a good point that that's a very it, valid point yeah i mean you have there are some things that translate over well like i know you have your own version of tommy knockers which i believe is is more of a welsh piece of folklore so there's there's yeah it is there's different things here and there um you're going to hear about it's that's the other thing with the United States too, is because there's such a like progressive diaspora of cultures, Eastern seaboard, very Irish, very big, very Anglo-Saxon, very Irish. You'll move a little bit more into the interior. You get German. Um, you move a little bit further. You start to get Slavic. Like yep. there's all these like, you know, weird little pockets. But if you look down in like the Appalachians, they talk about the tree men and they knock on trees mm. to communicate. They call them tree knockers. Um, Tennessee, very very vibrant celtic population because of where everybody moved um so there's there's that too we and it's very like you said that we've got our own version of a lot of stuff you guys have but it's kind of looked at in a different way almost like these are um i, I it's it's hard to define the difference between cryptid and fey i think especially because when americans think of fey we had piper on the show piper uh but what what is her CJ? Last name? Yeah. What what's her actual last name? I can't remember. And anyway, she goes by Piper CJ, she's yeah. an author and a folklorist. We had her on the show a while ago, and she referred to all of this stuff as Faye. Whereas to my understanding, Faye referred specifically to like the Tua de Danan. So I I was not aware of that difference. Um I see, I I would say that the line is incredibly blurred because like so when I when I was younger, again again, I've always been obsessed with like the the sort of otherworldly ethereal beings. And when I was younger, I tried. Now I'm now I'm now I'm one of those people that's like I'm on the fence, guys. I'm cool. I'm open minded. But when I was younger, I tried to apply a scientific reasoning to it. So like, 
the various different forms of the Fey, mm -hmm. like you could easily apply to like in an evolutionary term, like, oh yeah, a group of people went into a habitat where getting like smaller made sense. Yes, some people may have evolved wings over the time span. Eh, yeah. But on a scientific scale, it's not impossible. Mm. It's un highly, highly improbable before people start cancelling me for yeah. pseudoscience. But it's not impossible, which as a child fascinated me. And I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if like in the Amazon rainforest one day we we discovered a, like a group of people that that had some sort of right. like i mean there are there is um and i'm not sure where it is in the world i know there is a um uh, um a small community of people where they can be underwater for longer and their mm -hmm. eyes have like adapted to being in salt water yeah which i think is amazing so it's like stuff like that apply science to it, it you can look at the more cryptid side but you can also take do the reverse and take cryptids and place them into areas of folklore, which is what you do with the, the woodwows. That's kind of what we've been doing at this channel the whole time is like, where, where's the <laughs> historical connection? When did this go from being something real to something that's folklore to something that's so wildly exaggerated? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what you just said about the, the genetic variations and how people can adapt to different circumstances is mm -hmm. kind of the crux of what we're looking into regarding Bigfoot. Because yes. if you look anywhere online the general consensus amongst most people i think if you ask them to describe bigfoot would not be that it's a human being would that it's something else entirely it's another form of great ape and there's you know there it's that it's you know mm. seven to nine feet tall covered in hair ape-like face very strong and broad and then if you start to go back and you look which is what we did with the origins of the sasquatch term you start to find that the the earlier version of it, that this whole Bigfoot thing kind of develops outside of almost Sasquatch. And then they merge because mm. the Bigfoot stories, the, the place that starts, uh, the first time that terminology is used is 1958. Mm. The first use of the term Sasquatch is 1929. And it's a mis it's a mistranslation of the term Sasquets, which was a uh, Coast Salish word. So we're talking about like British Columbia, Washington State, Oregon, um, that meant wild men or big hairy men. And their version of what these were was not a, you know, giant ape figure. It was not necessarily the the sort of wilderness protector spirit that you get a lot of with Bigfoot now, which even in a video we made, that's what my understanding of Bigfoot was after even doing mm. research. It was when I really tried to dig into the origins of it, not just kind of the more early uh early ethnic ethnographic stuff um that's when you start to find out that what they were describing is six and a half feet tall very broad shouldered that kind of thing um hair all over but not like you know super super hairy but like enough of it and you start to develop this picture of what sounds a lot more like human beings who were isolated and adapted to different conditions rather than mm. some sort of great ape primate. So that kind of spins into the whole feral people thing. But specifically, what I wanted to bring up, because it exists in Native American folklore, obviously, with things like the Saskets, I wanted to bring up the Woodwows. Mm. Because, to my understanding, it's kind of the same idea, like Man of the Wild, right? So the so the woodwows is one of those things. There's 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 three names. Obviously, you have the modern name, which is the woodwows, and you have the woodawasa or the woodawasan, 
um, which is more like uh, old English, Anglo Saxon terminology. Now, the wood woes has so as 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 any piece of folklore when you go far back far enough have various different um versions of it so there are the first ones that um actually appear in some of the works of jrr tolkien um where they are like people of the forest they're just a bit hairier um and they they are sort of feral people and it's one of the theories of how they like where the woodwise could have come from is they were just a group of people that retreated back into into the woodlands and and then sort of became more feral and and mm -hmm. but they still retained that humanity in fact there's actually a very close link between um christianity and the woodwows especially mm -hmm. earlier on um oh. there's um there's a, uh, a place called crapefield in suffolk where you can actually see um over the spandrels of the porch uh like a, a woodwows brandishing a club and a shield mm -hmm. uh, not in the microphone um uh, uh brandishing a club and a shield and fighting off a dragon and so the the woodwows could be seen as a sort of protector, especially mm -hmm. of 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 churches. On the flip side of that, um, which where, I, where and which, when is that from? Um, so the first imagery we get is from the eighth century. Okay. I believe the um, some of the iconography on churches is more like twelve hundreds, but I could be wrong. I'm not one hundred percent sure. And I, I, as I said earlier, <laughs> before we yeah. came on, I'm awful with dates and stuff. Yeah, you're fine. Um, but um, but what would the on the flip side of that, as I was saying, the the Woodwows was known for ta also taking off children, like mm -hmm. like kidnapping them and eating them. But so it, it was it was a flip side. I mean, also it was uh, the Woodwows was known or uh, for having um, an insatiable, uh, <laughs> as Wendigan would say, kiffing appetite. Um, <laughs> So uh, the Woodwows are also known for taking women off. There was a female version of the Woodwows, mm -hmm. um, which would be hairy all over, apart from the face and two other areas. Um, thank you, medieval artists, for <laughs> being as dirty-minded as 21st century people. Um, people never change. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, people never change. But, um, yeah, so the, the, the Woodwows has the two, like, it, it's always seen as more of a human who's just hairy when you look at modern interpretations that's when you get the the something i didn't actually cover when i did my video on it um that you get more of an americanization sort mm -hmm. of like the traditional bigfoot just smaller right. although i will say the the woodwows in modern sightings is almost always described with an orange or red coat mm -hmm. um there's also a welsh they're normally always connected with caves okay um and the, the one of the Welsh stories I read, um, it, it like sort of came into the village, but it wouldn't it wouldn't confront people right up. It would only be at night time. So Woodwows is a, is a much smaller um, smaller entity, but it, it's not seen as um, a defender. And fun fact, um, if you meet a Woodwows with an up like so an up in in artwork, if it's got an upturned club, it means it's yet to be converted to Christianity. If it's a downwards club, like it's holding the club downwards, it means it has been converted. And Interesting. I I like the idea that in folklore, like if take that on its face value, the time mm -hmm. period this would have been seen as an actual thing that happened. That means that someone wrote down. So today, when I was walking in the woods. I just started up a conversation with a Woodwose and decided to convert him to Christianity. And yeah. well, like, then it implies that they're intelligent. Yes, they they are seen in in the stories. Like the, it's hard to find the proper stories. Um, like 
so moving away slightly from all boats, in a place called Dartmoor, there's been stories of like wild families and feral people mm. living there for years. Because Dartmoor is a lot bigger than a lot of people give it credit for. And I, I read multiple stories of modern accounts of like Neanderthal type people living in Dartmoor. I'm not saying I'm a proponent that some Neanderthal populations lived on in Siberia and stuff, but I don't think there's you know, no hope in UK. Could there be wild families living in parts of the UK? Yes, but they're very small communities. But um, so would the, the woodwows having some level of intelligence wouldn't surprise me. I'm not proposing saying it is 100% a thing, but I am saying that livestock still does go missing, which was quite mm -hmm. integral to the to yeah. mythology. I want to take one second really quick just to acknowledge some some chats because there was a very large super chat. I just want to, uh, to make sure everybody who super chats knows that we do we don't ignore them. We we do get to them at the end of the show at the the 60 minute mark. But this one was a hundred dollars, so I want to recognize. Uh, Alex said for a hundred dollars. So there's a chance there's descendants of Denisovans running around in the woods. Time to learn Cherokee, cause who boy not catching me out there without knowing how to say peace and I leave. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I'm curious why we went with Cherokee specifically. Maybe you could elaborate on that. Yeah. Don't um, forget, uh, where's the bathroom and uh, another beer, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, DW uh, for twenty dollars said uh, your hat is a radical. Um, and that you have major Fraser's brother energy. I don't get the that. latter reference, to be honest. You've never seen Frasier? No, I have not. I will take that as a compliment. Also, flip the, flip the hat around. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I going to talk do, about it. I was going to do it later once we hit Super Chats, but yeah, nice little surprise. It might be backwards for them. It is backwards for them, um, unfortunately, but it's our coffee provider for our brand. Yeah, uh, Matt from Tableau sent us uh, some, some merch, so we wanted to have it on the show. Uh, Tableau does our coffee roasting, Mount Pocono Perk. You can get it in the description. There's a link there. Um, fantastic coffee, if I'm being honest. So well, personally it, it, designed yeah. by him. So. It, it wasn't just that we like picked a roast off of a website and yeah. slapped our logo on it. I actually told Matt, I was like, I want to have notes of chocolate, of raspberry, like walnut, you know, yeah. things like that. And he created an absolutely fantastic blend. To but, give yeah. the man some, or to you, give you context of the man. Uh, his family is responsible for opening a coffee shop in the town in which we grew up in, or yeah, Wayne. Uh, it was over Wayne. In Wayne. Uh, and then also, he's the was first a, internet cafe on the East Coast. Yes, and he was also a barista for a number of years. Yes. So it's not like he's just like, oh, I'm going to do a coffee. No, he actually knows what he's talking about. So, oh, and hi, uh, I zero one one I E two. That's like Elon Musk kid's name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I been a fan for over a year now. Finally got to watch live. Love seeing it. Thank you. That really means a lot to us um i mean it does yeah yeah and and to you know get back to everything regarding the wood woes and all that and the reason i asked you about the timing of that uh that manuscript illumination you were talking about was that was it a manuscript illumination or was it artwork i uh, um the, the 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 one with the, the dragon. church church decorations yeah church, church decorations yeah. so yeah. medieval symbolism a lot of people uh look at it and they're like really they thought people were fighting dragons um <laughs> a lot of the time they would use uh, in certain art, certain artwork, in manuscript illumination, stuff like that, use different animals to signal different classes of people, different countries. So, for example, if you had, um, you know, uh, a wood woes fighting a dragon, it's possible that what they would be talking about was a wood woes fighting the Welsh, like that kind of thing, where the Welsh were symbolized by a dragon. Um, you might have a, like the Russians being symbolized by a bear, not necessarily accurate but you get my point like mm. an animal could not necessarily be you know oh this was fighting this 
But if they have the Wood Woes fighting a dragon, then what they might be talking about is the, the Wild Men fighting against a Welsh army or something like that. I'm not saying that's what it was, but just to give an idea. Like, for example, rabbits often symbolized peasants. Um, snails often could as well. Like, there were, there's a lot of manuscript illuminations of, like, people fighting snails for some reason. Um, I had a, a classmate in college who wrote her thesis on it. I don't totally remember all of it. It was not my area of expertise. I'm not an art historian. But I just manuscript illuminations are fascinating for that reason because they had so little resources for it and it took so much time to actually do yep. that they would find really clever ways to do symbolism and stuff like that. And then on top of that, dream literature comes about in the high medieval period where they're, you know, mm. they would use this appeared to me in a dream and it was a way to criticize people without actually like being at, at risk. Uh, so I don't, I don't just want to bring that up, but I, I find it interesting that the wood woes matches the Sasket so much. That's the other thing is because yes. And the tree men of Tennessee, these different groups who, you know, very similar stories about them. Their interactions with children are kind of the same. For example, there's a story about a Sasket uh, told by a man named Charlie Victor, who was a coast Salish uh, Chehalis, specifically native American. Um, and he told JW Burns, a Canadian journalist, the story of how he accidentally shot a, a child what he thought at first was one of the Saskets, but then when it crawled out of the hole that it was in, it was white and it had dark hair and like bright eyes. And it looked like a European human child, like a Europe, like a European American um, or European Canadian. And then it cried out in what was not a human language. And this large Sasquatch woman comes out of the forest and starts trying to help the boy and speaks to him in a human language. So it's kind of the, a similar idea, you know what I mean? Where we get stories of them being extremely violent, and then we also get stories of them caring for children and mm. being capable of human speech. So it really does sound like in both cases, what you're looking at could be a separate group of humans who for some reason or another went off deep into the wilderness and lived off on their own and maybe developed some different traits. If you're living off in the wilderness away from society, you might, your, your, your genetics might favor hairier people because you'd be warmer. Mm -hmm. things like that so you know what i mean how it sounds like a lot of this kind of could have its roots in humans who left society or you know were stuck off in a cave or something like that does that make sense oh yeah no 100 percent. i mean if you you you've only got like, wood, wood woes as well it connects to um the mongolian almas it's like there's multiple depictions of the um, mongolian almas i remember when i was younger than one i which was where i got into like the could Neanderthals have survived long enough to get into historical records sort of thing? Um, again, not saying that's a 100% thing. I was, that, that was um, like something that I enjoy looking into. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the Almas, which um, we've lost a lot of information on because it was mostly held by Buddhist monks and um, Stalin decided to burn all of those records. Yeah, um, so a lot of the information on the Almas has been lost to time. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a similar sort of thing. It's it's a very hairy, semi-intelligent, um, like humanoid, like or, or hominid, who who went around. And so the, these legends are like semi, um, <clears throat> like semi-similar throughout the world. I know there's a couple of similar stories in Brazil, mm -hmm. um, which is why which is how I got really into like sort of this eight, this eight man uh, eight man mythology, um, because it is it is so universal and. Um, like with the, with the wood woes, I believe it's I believe you said it in a a, a previous live or a video 
um, where it could be just a case of different tribes. Mm -hmm. Like so, the 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 wood woes again. The modern modern sightings are almost always more ape-like. Mm -hmm. The further back in folklore you go, the um, more human they become. The more human they become. So. Mm -hmm. There is a chance that there is a, a small population. I mean, we have wallaby population in the UK, so there is a chance that there is you have a small wallabies in the UK. Yes, we have wallabies in the UK that are native. Uh, no, they're not native. Oh, okay. They, um, I was like, do, are they, you telling me there are native wallabies? <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> but um, it goes back to like we have big predatory cat sightings mm -hmm. in the UK, and there's a lot of video footage of that. Um, stuff like 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 black shark which is obviously when you get yeah. more onto the folklore side because of the magical powers and stuff right so could there be like a, a more ape-like um population maybe it would have to be very small and it wouldn't be able to get like but livestock does go missing but that's when could you get into, be... that's when you get in like breeding populations like you need at least yes. 50 human beings to avoid but in inbreeding effects so the... like that's that's what we're getting caught up on as we're researching it too is like how how could you reconcile a population that has both remained large enough to not suffer from severe inbreeding mm -hmm. but small enough to go unnoticed or at least this is evade capture so this is where i i so obviously stuff like the amphilaf more is far more ape like and also mm -hmm. people very rarely see it which it's is a big where, man right is, Yes, the the Amphilife Morris, the big grey man of Ben McDewey. Um Like for for a quick cover for for, for everyone watching, um, Ben McDewey is the second largest mountain in in the UK, um, situated in Scotland, as part of the Cairngorm Mountain Range, which is a national park. Do with that information as you will. <laughs> um, um, which is also part of the uh, a bit a lot the larger Grampians, which I believe, if you trace it back geologically, does actually connect up to one of the American mountain ranges, mm -hmm. um, because obviously we'll continental drift. Um, I would imagine it's the Appalachian. Probably the Appalachian However, based on the location. Those forests are so sparsely like I've I've like there was a full documentary I what ended up watching when I was researching both. Um there are, are parts of the UK where there are no people. So if if you switch up to more of like a, a feral people or wild man mm -hmm. type of story where they've got the intelligence to go maybe we shouldn't go to like the main populated areas um then it, i have more credence because they would have the intelligence to know okay we probably shouldn't do inbreeding and they would also have the intelligence to know we should stay away from like the thing because because they if you if they would have stories as well you, like where we have mythologies of the the, the, the saskets mm -hmm. or or stuff like the nephilim or stuff like that right you would have to assume these populations would have stories of that i mean we're everywhere so they would try and stay away. i have less credence down south although there is stories of livestock going missing but you can put that down to big cat sightings mm -hmm. when it's in scotland or in certain parts of ireland where the population like there's parts of scotland where there is no people it's just mm -hmm. forests and mountains yeah. which is where a lot of the unfair if more stuff happens where it's more of an ape-like thing but again it's not seen which yeah. if you're ignoring the ignoring the echo mm -hmm. um uh, the echo debunk or the explanation um I forgot my words there mm -hmm. um that would to me sound like a more intelligent creature because mm -hmm. it doesn't want to be seen but obviously yeah. the amphilaf more again has normally described with a brown or orange coat and occasionally i i read one story where it was white 
a white mm-hmm. coat, more like the it's Yeti. Being old one. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. So I think there's a connection there. We, mm-hmm. I'm obviously, I have no proof. It's it, it's hard to prove these things when you're looking at, at pieces of folklore. Yeah. So my my theory would be that there there is two the modern myth of the wood woes and the proper folklore is is two different two yeah. different creatures that like if 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 they were a real that'd be two different creatures which is exactly um, how i feel about the bigfoot situation yeah yeah it's it's fascinating the way that like and because the thing is these these stories of the wood woes i don't know when the earliest unfair lamour story is um but i know that with the wood woes it goes back to the eighth century so that's yes like there's no way that's just american influence it, on it also British connects culture. to europe yeah it so also like there's western europe yeah and there's like the green man and stuff like that you know there's all mm. sorts of different wild men traditions all throughout europe and you know it, a lot of people have said that that i saw online were saying oh i'm fairly more is just you know that that's just english bigfoot that's just they just came up with it over there sorry not english scottish bigfoot um they just came up with it to to have their own bigfoot and with the wood woes that can't be the case so mm. there's got to be that's why i say there's got to be something to it um how do you feel about the the people who suggest that uh bigfoot is one specific creature like because i i find that to be utterly impossible so just in the united states mm-hmm um physically impossible for that like like there so if you look at the span of just northern africa and europe when mm-hmm. we had european lions those were two different species of lions and also yeah. it's possible that they didn't exist which is it's a whole thing in itself but like that like when i was younger my my favorite one to look into which is why i was so heartbroken with your skunk ape video when you pretty much debunked the whole thing um was the skunk ape and so like there's no way you could have a land mass as large as north america um and not have like there's there's a reason that there's variations like you have the tree knockers and you have these different variations of yeah the bigfoot and sasquatch myth is because there's probably maybe not completely different species but there is at least different like tribes or different social groups mm-hmm. um like, a, like, like, so even if you look at the, the Woodboro's myth with the modern legend, where it's more like a sort of a, a tall orangutan about six or seven foot, mm. and then you have the traditional Woodwoes, which was, you know, off fighting dragons or more possibly the Welsh, if we're looking at the, more of the iconography. Um, so, yeah, that, that mm. I, I, there's no way that's one yeah, single species. It just seems unlikely that it would be so limited like that i can't i can't imagine even something surviving if it was that limited and and unable Mm. to adapt because if you look at the pacific northwest versus the american southeast they're considerably different places florida has almost nothing in common with washington um and i think you know for the few european viewers that we probably have like the scale of the united states is not something that a lot of people understand in europe um i've heard people who are like you know oh well you know like why don't you just drive to New York and it's they're talking to somebody from California and it's like Lord, you can't do that. <laughs> America I, I, is you like, can, but America's like in when Minecraft in the selection menu you choose large <laughs> biomes. Yeah. That's that's what it's like. Because we've got literally a little bit of everything other than tundra. Uh we do have tundra. Oh, Alaska, yep. right? Uh, See, the United I... States has every single biome. Yep. 
<laughs> I, I, can, I can go from the most southern point of the UK to the most northern point in about 12 hours if I don't fly by plane. Like, that's yeah. just using, like a, like, a car. If I fly by plane, I could probably do it in, like, an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, if you want to drive from Maine to Miami, it takes over a day. Yep. If you drive from, if you drive from the border with Canada mm -hmm. in Nova Scotia, um, down to Miami, Florida, it's a day in it, like five hours. If you want to go from east to west, having driven 22 hours straight, uh, I would say that 12 hours would probably get you about a sixth of the way there for being generous. Yeah, I, that's and that's the other thing when you think about like the Bigfoot legends and all that, like, in my opinion, the regional variation actually gives it more credibility than yep. if we were talking about a uniform set of characteristics across a continent. Because if you had Bigfoot in Washington state and he was the same as the skunk ape in every single possible mm. way, I would immediately assume that somebody made it up because mm. there's just no way. There's no way that something that lives yep. in the swamps of a state that is on average 75 degrees all year round is functionally the same creature as something that lives in a place where it's rainy and cold half the year. It's just not possible. Mm. So the, the regional variation to me actually makes sense. And then if you look at like the big gray man, uh, and fairly more, is that how you pronounce it? And fairly more. And fairly more, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. If you look at that, if we're getting it wrong, correct us in the comments. <laughs> if there's anybody Scottish listening, please tell us. Um, yeah. But if you look at that, it would make sense that that would have a slightly different description, but mm. enough similarities to something that's more common in Cornwall. You know? Yes. No, a hundred percent. I mean, the 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 more it is more. You, it's it's harder to describe because it's more of a sort of a spectral, um, like entity almost, like the way it can just appear and. Mm and disappear um there there was a famous one of the one of my favorite stories i read um so this young woman um was up late with her uh sister's husband so her brother-in-law um talking on the beach while everyone else was asleep mm -hmm. um and they claimed to hear large footsteps walking across um the shelves because like it was an in it was an inland beach on on like on this lake halfway gotcha. up the mountain um but they couldn't see anything in the dark and so stuff like that i i feel like it's people using the legend maybe to get out of an awkward situation because yeah. why was she up late with her where was the up late with her point. but then if you look at other stories where so the amphilaf more is different so the wood woes is often described as like a, a very hairy man or again often mm -hmm. orange or red fur in in the welsh story i mm -hmm. i found um it was very a very red coat um but the the amphilaf moor is almost always brown sometimes gray um and isn't just said on the mountain it's sometimes in rothy Mercus forest as well and does like troll mm. the Cairn gorms um so the, my favorite story i read i can't remember the guy's name um it is in my video guys i apologize i'm awful with names um, he was camping and he for whatever reason he'd left a tent he was actually hunting i believe um, and as, as he walked back to his tent, he like heard like loud thuds. Mm -hmm. Now, in the story, he claimed that it, he saw a 10 foot um, ape with large swinging, like, you know, in the 1950s, like Hollywood films, when they didn't quite understand 
that gorilla's arms aren't actually long it's just that they waved them about to like be territorial yeah like in those old like polystyrene like mm -hmm. models are used or plasticine sorry he described the arms like that and it was just sort of sauntering down mm -hmm. the mountain so it's 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 variation in completely whereas wood woes is throughout its entire history a lot closer to human beings yeah and the amphilase more is this like almost ghostly otherworldly i mean it's they're, they're in fact on the mountain there's mm. you're said to be able to hear spectral singing so yeah, yeah. sorry i went on a bit of a tangent no, no, that's, that's, that's why that's what the show is for <laughs> the show <laughs> is for tangents yeah yeah and uh, to kind of bring it around to the last topic that i wanted to talk about before we move into questions um you know there's there's kind of i think a lot of a lot of people who look at this stuff and they're like, ah, well, that's impossible. There can't be an entire race of wild men. That's uh... yeah. But what about individual clans and tribes where there's, you know, mm. 50 to a hundred hiding out in the wilderness or, you know, what about situations where it doesn't necessarily mean if you're looking at, uh, you know, wild people that it's a consistent population over the course of thousands and thousands of years. It could also be that every once in a while, you've got a group that gets itself separated and goes out into the wilderness and gets stuck. For example, mm -hmm. uh, if we look at the Donner Party, which is a well-known story of a group of settlers headed to California who got stuck up in the mountains of, I think, Colorado, uh, they stayed where they were. It was in the 1800s, in the early 1800s. Mm -hmm. They stayed where they were. And as a result, they were rescued over mm. a, the course of a few months a lot of people died yeah. but over the course of the yeah. few months a few a number of them were rescued had they not stayed in that spot had they gone maybe further south or further north looking for a place where they could find uh you know better circumstances would they have known how to get back necessarily and what about the second generation of them would they have even really understood? And if they got to a third generation, say they get up, they get stuck out in the woods, they have no way of knowing where to go back, and they just stay there. Especially in the 1800s, when Western America was by far yeah. much more wild. By the third generation, they might not just not know how to get back. They might have no interest in getting back. And, you know, maybe over time they would get worked into settlement as it comes by and if it's within a few generations maybe you'd be like oh okay well i mean three generations can span a hundred years so maybe over time people came in and settled and they were like ah there's already white people here cool uh you guys want to come join us and they'd still speak the same language they might have funky accents and they might have a slightly different understanding of religion but they'd probably mm. still be americans um and you look at it across history there's enough of these circumstances where you have had people go out weirdly into the wilderness and stay there. And then in Scotland, you get the story of Sonny Bean, which may or may not be true. I, 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 I lean on the side after reading it and reading a few academic pieces on it. I, I am erring on the side of it's probably a folktale that got it really, really exaggerated. From my understanding, I, I saw it from a video by, um, Count Dankulan, the the he brought up that the the original story, to my knowledge, was first published in a in a magazine in London or what the the equivalent of a magazine at the time, um, and it was quite possibly, um, bearing in mind the source I got this from was Scottish, so maybe there's a bit of bias there, but there is quite possibly mm -hmm. anti-Scottish propaganda to like go, oh, they're all they're eating cannibals up in Scotland, so yeah. 
and knowing the knowing English history, it wouldn't surprise me if wouldn't that was surprise me at all either. Or <laughs> something is going on with your camera. I don't know yeah, if you can see it on your side. Be, yeah. Uh, You're, uh, let me fiddle my camera quick. You go. On. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I was going to say was um, I, I read the story, read the original, read a few of the... Uh... Ryan, can you, are he's, you there? He's still there. He just turned off his camera. I can't hear him, though. He'll be back. Yeah. Um, he's probably just muted. Yeah. Um, what we were, th what I'm thinking when I read it is you've got this story about a guy who goes off into Western Scotland with his wife and they have a whole bunch of kids and their kids have kids with each other and they rob people on the roads and kill them and then eat them. Um, definitely from what I've read, there is no real historical record of this happening and the stories about it are written like 150 years later. Mm. Is that because it's really hard to find records of local stuff that happened in Scotland in the 1600s? Yeah, it's a little difficult to find rural events. But at the same time, it, that doesn't necessarily rule out what's being talked about, um, no. which is we've got a group of people who are talked about as being, you know, that's I guess that's the thing is I'm trying to think of how to word this, but they're not necessarily talked about as like this is an example of what Scottish people are like. It's more like this is a weird group of Scottish people, and then you get another version of the story, um, the John Gregg one, mm -hmm. which is in Cornwall, but it's the same exact story. So this kind of got serialized and started popping up all over Britain. But with the Sawney Bean one being the most commonly understood. What, just like as a cautionary tale kind of thing? or That's the problem is it seems like what you're getting is not even a cautionary tale. It's something more akin to just a, a monster story, like a like a horror story. Um, you know, you talk about Sawney Bean and his, uh, oh God, we lost, uh, we lost Ryan. No, oh, he's popping in and out. He's trying he to fix it. If he's... you can hear us, I hope it's going well. Yeah um <laughs> we can't tell on our yeah, end the, the gist of the sawney bean story um there's a few main plot points here sawney bean is born in lothian scotland about eight miles uh i forget if it was east or west of edinburgh um but he's born in scotland his parents are hedgers and ditchers he decides he's not really into that kind of lifestyle yep. finds a woman who's also not really into that lifestyle and they you know heck off to western scotland heck off. uh I gotta censor myself somehow. Yeah, um, valid. And they live in a cave, and they have children, and they rob people on the side of the road, and take their bodies back and their belongings back, and into this cave. Eventually, they fail to kill somebody for the first time, and he escapes, and he goes on over to. Um, I was gonna see if that was Ryan. It doesn't appear to be. Um, he goes on over to the king and and the authorities, and tells the sheriff what happened. And the king himself uh, would have been James I of England uh, or James IV of Scotland. They're the same guy, but he was king of Scotland. He was the fourth King James of Scotland. He was the first King James of England. Um, European monarchy is so much fun. Definitely not complicated at all. Uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> he goes and gets the king. King leads an army of 400 men. They eventually track down Sawney Bean's cave. They go in. They capture his entire family. They find human body parts on drying racks. They find human body parts in pickling crates and barrels. Like it's 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 nasty stuff, but can they do kill. We can hear you. Welcome back. Okay. Um, wait, I'm I'm switching to my phone because my computer is just gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. What happened, guys? What what happened? 
Um, I I don't know. My camera is just refusing to work, so I've just got, gone on to my phone. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I guys. I, 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 I'm, maybe I'm we can maybe we help you find some better equipment. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, we might be able to help you out with that. Uh, so anyway, do, were you able to hear anything we just said? Uh, yes, I had the stream on. Cool. Okay, yeah, yeah we just told we just told the Sonny Bean story. Um, but yeah, they're they're taken by the king and summarily executed and over in Leith. Uh. Same story pops up in Cornwall a few decades later. It's published uh, in the... Th this is something Wikipedia had wrong. Wikipedia had it being in the Newcastle Chronicle, the first example of this story. It's not. Mm. It's in... Uh, I don't have my notebook in front of me. Um, Which one? It would be the, 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 the remarkable. The one. Um, it's fine. I, I don't need to have it for this, but... Um, the uh the actual original the oldest extant document of it is from something uh the lives and actions of the most famous highwaymen by captain johnson um that's the the earliest known one that i can find some people have suggested that it's actually william defoe um daniel, daniel <laughs> defoe? no william defoe no not william defoe uh defoe the author defoe um there's a defoe the uh robinson crusoe guy oh, oh oh hang on i i i i know i don't know daniel defoe. daniel yep. defoe. okay yeah so there's been suggestions that it's daniel defoe under a, a pseudonym um who wrote the story which actually would make a little bit of sense but i read some art some journalistic articles journal articles that were saying no that's not likely. Nobody can determine a source, nor can anyone confirm that this actually happened. But at the same time, there's no confirmation that it didn't happen. Yep. And in history, it's a field where lack of evidence does not equate to evidence to the contrary. So it's hard to look at it and be like, all right, well, you know, we do have a document. How real could it be? What I wonder when I look at that is, was there a legend, perhaps, of a can of clannables? Clannibals, uh, living out in the out in the woods in a cave somewhere, mm -hmm. and did they eventually, over the course of a couple hundred years, did that story turn into something else? And then you have to ask, how many times has that happened throughout history? That you've had a a single family, or even just a few families, who go out somewhere for some reason. Maybe they're trying to settle a new place. Maybe they've been exiled. They've been outlawed. Something like that. They go somewhere, they live there, everyone's expecting them to die off, and they don't. Yeah, let's keep going. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a common thread. And when you when you You're... look at European history, exile was an extraordinarily common punishment. Yeah. Being an outlaw was a very common punishment. And if you were an outlaw, it meant you were outside the law. You could be robbed, killed, whatever. The government wasn't going to do anything about it. You were no longer under the protection of the law because you broke it. Yeah. So, how many outlaws, how many exiles, how many bandits ended up stuck in a mountain pass somewhere, managed to get down and survive in an area nobody knew about, and then 200 years later, they're not recognizable as normal human beings. Mm. You know, how, how many uh, times can uh, that have happened? Because if you're a small I enough mean, group, I would assume inbreeding would t take a role in a lot of these stories, though. Might explain the it, hair, it, too. If, if you look at some of the stories, so um, during um, one of my... Anyone who's watched me for a while will know one of my most hated figures in history is Oliver Cromwell. Um, and uh, Appropriate. Like, I, I, I despise Cromwell very strong passion. He's like my reverse Alexander. Um, 
And so when the the Irish fought back against him, mm -hmm. um, you know, just before he decided to send them off all, all to America, mm -hmm. um, a lot of them went up into the mountains and would like uh, it made occupation of Ireland almost non impossible for a mm -hmm. while because they would just come in and take supplies down. And like that was when he went full scorched earth when anyone found helping the rebels, which were called Tories at the time. Um, which which is fun given the political structure yeah. of today um uh, they would just cause havoc and he would he went scorched earth and either sent everyone off to to america or um would just burn down like entire towns and stuff um so if you're looking at communities like that eventually you're going to be like ah like sod this i don't really i like what's better living in the mountains and foraging or living under the english and I, I think most most of Ireland would would <laughs> probably say that rather live in the mountains. Our entire country kind of agrees with that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. we um, we were we were pretty it. adamant about not being ruled by the English. Yeah, <laughs> some would say it was how we got started. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh somebody in chat did ask if you ever heard of a term the pale crawlers. Apparently I UK have. Thing. I know very little about it though. Uh, she um, said uh, she met a lady in the northern UK who referred to them as boggarts, which is a different thing. Boggart? Ah, oh, right. Boggarts. Um, it's a form of goblin, uh, right? Boggarts is... Uh, so, so boggart starts off as a... Uh, if I'm wrong about this, correct me, Jack. I think it's a hobgoblin. Um, no. Um, so a boggart starts off as a brownie. Now, brownie oh, yeah. okay. um, Sorry, will help you out. Um, it's a, like a helpful house spirit. There is a dislike. It's more of a Celtic yeah. um, legend. Um, there is an Anglo-Saxon version. There's also a Slavic version called a Domovoy. Mm -hmm. um, now, the, the brownies will come into your house. They'll do loads of stuff. They'll help with all of the cooking and the cleaning. All you have to do is leave out a little bit of food um, and like compliment the work yeah um so like oh the 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 dishes are very like have been cleaned very well the laundry's done yeah, really you just gotta nicely. respect it yeah now if you slander the domovoy you don't leave food out you you say this works awful you curse the domovoy uh the, the the brownie the brownie sorry um and you like act like nastily towards it and you mistreat it um there's a very famous case um i can't remember the exact name of the story where this particular brownie was helping a farm with a mill and she left her son in charge of like guarding the mill and someone took advantage and ended up actually killing her son mm -hmm. and she went into a rage when she discovered like that this, this particular person in the town had killed it and she became a bogger and this can happen to any brownie if you disrespect a brownie they will become a bogger and the bogger is the opposite. So they will cause chaos. They will steal things. They, whereas the brownie may help you find something you've misplaced, the bogger will steal it. It will, and in some cases, like kill kill the original people. Mm -hmm. Like a bogger can be a very vindictive. And I, I've read it as more of a spirit rather than fey. I've seen mm -hmm. two different descriptions. I'm not 100% knowledgeable on it, so I may be mm -hmm. wrong. But I've seen both. Once, once a brownie is a bogger you cannot reverse that change. Yeah. And in some stories, the bogger will follow you until you die. Right? Jeez. So it will follow you from house to house. It's like a demon. Um, yeah. Not just like, there's something else that I was thinking of that I was like, you know what that kind of sounds like? Don't upset the fae. No, Gremlins. The movie Gremlins. Uh, have you seen that? Yes, I have yeah. both of those. On the same, same idea. Like, you, you screw yeah. it up, it's going to become a problem. 
Um, with that though, uh, covering covering everything as we have, which I kind of I, I feel like we covered that well. Um, we've covered more covered a than lot of anything stuff. we were trying to. Um, but that it's almost 8 p.m. here, so and I know it's even later for you, so it's time to go to question time. I know you've got that pulled up. Do you want to yes. refresh it so that we have the latest? Yeah, uh, I just refreshed it, so it should be okay, cool. pretty... Beautiful. I didn't see any other ones yeah. come up. And the way this works for anybody who hasn't been to the show before, uh, the way we do things is Super Chats, we answer first. We do a half an hour of questions, so we'll wrap this up at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And we will answer all super chats that we can get to in that time. Uh, if there are more super chats than we have time for, then Ryan, I completely understand. If you want to hop off at eight thirty, uh, and we can we can cover the rest of them. But yeah, and if you have a question that is that you can't do a super chat, then we will try to get to it if we have time left, or maybe you can ask somebody else to super chat it for you so we get to it. But um, you know that's how we one of the ways we fund the show. So we appreciate any uh, any donations you make that way. If not, we totally understand. No big deal. Just you being here to watch is great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the first one for this stream, and it is for this stream, okay. says William Arthur Sweat for $2, and he says, one buck for each Morgan. That All right. <laughs> that was not from this stream. Yes, it was. They're so similar. <laughs> you can get Super Chats on the thing? On the premieres? Yeah. yeah I thought it was just relating back to... No, we can to get Super we... Chats on premieres. Interesting. Didn't know that. But thank you, William. <laughs> I thought he was just making a reference to the video that got published today. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the first one from this one is Kellen, the official data for 499 said, history began on July 4th, 1776, and everything before that was a mistake. <laughs> Kellen, I hope I read that well. Uh, oh, a great reference. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elijah Hetrick for $2 said, Director Aiden looks like Theon Greyjoy. You know, I kind of see it. I don't know. How I feel now, about that. now it's been said. I can see it. I don't know how now I feel it's about been that. said. I can see it. I think it's a, a better looking Theon Greyjoy. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think you, you've got a little bit less of the fish eyes going. <laughs> no disrespect to the actor. No, the actor was great. He was in the, phenomenal in the, in the show. Just like I remember thinking, he's got some fishy eyes. Uh, which I have a crooked nose. Like I'm not. I'm not Same. I'm not perfect. So. Yeah, nobody is. Uh, I've been trying to grow this facial hair out for a year, and it's it's not doing it. So yeah, it's doing its thing. Yeah. Ryan, I need to know your secrets. It's more facial hair than I can grow, so well done, <laughs> sir. Uh, it's, it's a lot of patience. It's, it's a yeah. lot of patience. What kind of product goes into the handlebars? I was thinking about that earlier, to be honest with you. Oh, How do you make that an... happen? Hang on, I have an empty one nearby. Bear with. I use this, not sponsored, I wish. Um, I use Sudden Death Extreme Hold Wax. All right. That is intense. That is metal that as is hell. <laughs> Just reminded me of the... <laughs> uh, the one... So we covered these two from Alec and DW. The next is... Thank you again, Alec, by the way. That was yeah. extremely generous. Uh, zero double one IE2 underscore... I think we caught that one Yeah, too, we did yeah. catch that one. I was just about to read it. Uh, and then Alec again for 10 bucks said, uh, not to get you off subject, but the mountains Lord Daddy mentioned go to the Owichita Mountains. Owichita Mountains in Arkansas. Gotcha. Interesting. Good to know. Then Robert Davis for $10 said, uh, the state of Tennessee is roughly the same size as the entirety of the United Kingdom. So that's... Is that, is that true? I don't know. Do you want to look it up? Hey, hey Jamie, pull that shit up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Google instead because it's actually... Really Rome cool. is real, Ohio isn't. <laughs> the funniest part of that is that Mom Lenial is from Cincinnati, Ohio. It says Tennessee is about 2.3 times smaller than the UK. Maybe it's the... No, it wouldn't be the population. But I see what let's you... I, I think I understand what you mean. Let's try England. Just England. 
Uh, yeah, no, it's not. It's not Teledus. Right. Yeah, I, I just had to fact check that. Like, I, I would not have been surprised, but at the same time, because the UK is what about a thousand miles long? Uh, is it like a thousand miles long and five hundred wide or something like that? Hang on. Um, <laughs> size of UK. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. Interesting, Alec. Thank you I, for that information. Um, to, um. Oh, hang on. There's actually a very helpful graph. Um, if you place it on the border of Oklahoma, the the like this most southern bit of the UK will touch the top bit of Nebraska, gotcha. like from top to bottom. Interesting. That's of all the comparisons I would have ever. Expected. Yeah, that's like a weird. Uh, somebody from Oklahoma made that comparison yeah. because there's absolutely no way anybody <laughs> who didn't live in any of those states no. was like, yeah, you know what I'm going to compare it to. Yeah, yeah. This, this will be relevant to a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, Hero Breath for four ninety nine said, "Do you think Chris Chan is a skinwalker? Is that is that the that is nothing I know about this person can be said on YouTube? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, who... no. I, don't I don't know. know. I, don't I am know not touching this one. I will get canceled somehow. Like, <laughs> there's so many things wrong with the Chris Chan story that I refuse to touch it." Like, no, 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 we gotta move on. We gotta move on. All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> uh, Bobcat for ten bucks said, "There's an interesting story about some special forces types using a guy in a gorilla suit to get an HVT. I thought you target to slow down enough that they could capture him. This might account for some Bigfoot sightings." Thoughts? Uh, now I'm curious. What? That's true. Actually, <laughs> that's one we didn't talk about. Have you heard that the sounds... story of the Kandahar giant? Yeah. Mr. Yeah, Ballin, a... we, we talked to Mr. Ballin about that, I think. Did we? I think we did. Um, he was a tough nut to crack. He was. It was hard to figure out, like, what he believes in compared to, like, what he's just talking about. Yeah, um, I think that was, you know. It was deliberate, for yeah. sure. But it was. I was like, ah, mm -hmm. man, I, I was hoping to at least, like, get him to slip up on something. Um, he's a, he was an ex-seal. He was a Navy seal, I mean, yeah. like, like, not going to slip up. I, I yeah. like that guy. He's a fun dude. Yeah, he's, he's cool. a good guy uh young volio for 20 bucks says i just want to say it's sus that you guys made a video on the wendigo before isaiah <laughs> i mean what can we say yeah we, keep... we talked to him about it the first time he joined the show yeah it's true yeah. Man, and so for those of you who are watching who have been curious about weird bible uh i'm assuming the movie is consuming all of isaiah's time yep um because i it's it, I just don't know. <laughs> it's hard to get a, a hold of somebody in rural Tennessee when yeah. you need them, uh, especially when they're extremely busy. Yeah. So, uh, Jared Thomas for 10 bucks says, it's great to see fellows my age pursuing what they like. You guys should be proud of the wor great work that you're doing. Y'all are the first channel I've subbed to on Patreon. Keep up the good work and good luck. Oh, thank, thank you so, you so much, much. Jared. Appreciate that. Means it, a lot. We're, we're also, for those of you inter interested in supporting that way, uh, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the lore lodge. We put up uh, some exclusive content over there. We're going to be posting a drunk folklore video over there this week uh, where you, I, I watched it. Um, it's mostly re me rambling, but I'm <laughs> drunk as hell. So, I mean, if that's something you're interested in. But isn't that the point of drunk <laughs> it's folklore? It's me after like four glasses of bourbon. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, that was the problem because the two times we've done it, he would like have half a drink and be like, I'm ready. And then we're both sitting there and we start recording and then we're like, you're this too, is just a like, normal video. They're like, you're too coherent. <laughs> yeah, basically. I need to be sauced to become funny. Well, it's um, not to become funny, it's to become unhinged. True, true. That's We, we want to get unhinged. Yes. Uh, safely. Uh, Uinta, yes, gamer. Uinta. <laughs> 
Uh, Elijah Hedrick for $5 said, so the Discord told me I can't capture a Wendigo because it moves through the in-between. I'm not sure who told you that, but I've never come across that in my life. Every every single version of it that I've heard. Now, Elijah, I have been reading your messages in the Discord, and I very much disapprove of your idea of trying to catch a Wendigo. That is a terrible idea. Um, but I shouldn't even ask. But that what you just said does not sound correct to me. I'm not sure who told you that. But uh, no, I I they might be mixing it up with Skinwalkers, who certain versions of the story say they can travel the astral plane. But Wendigos are uh, in Native American folklore. They're very much a physical uh, presence. Fair enough. Uh, Joseph for 10 bucks said, uh, y'all see Hulk, Hulk Hogan is possibly a Scientologist now? Hell no, yeah, but, um, uh, the cream of the crop will rise to the top. I know that was Macho Man Randy Savage. We've all got to worship the sky god, uh, Zeno, brother. <laughs> Plenty of allegiance space to the sky gods. Do you know there's a Scientologist, uh, Navy and that you sign on for like a billion year service? With the understanding that you will reincarnate and then spend more time in the Navy. So my mom has always been really interested in, like, understanding what the hell Scientology is. So I do hear, like, certain details. <laughs> it's... But it always... Like, as much as I've heard about it over time, I am still shocked and surprised when, when things like that show up. Mm -hmm. When you enlist for a billion-year contract in the Scientology mm -hmm. Navy. Well, anyway. Naventology. Ryan, are you there? Yeah, we can hear you. We just can't yeah. see it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I switched. I switched back over to PC because I could see how horrifically slow I was at the stream. So you're fine. My camera. My camera is slowly booting itself back up, though. It's it's decided. When are but you guys you making the hit. Wendigo versus Bigfoot creature feature? Oh my god, we got to do that. It's a great idea. I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you already got gamers one for five bucks. Yeah. Uh. India Cardona for $10 said, Hi, I'm for, uh, hi from Texas. I uh, wonder if belief in fey slash cryptids has waned with scientific advancement. Like, no hard proof, not willing to believe. I believe there are things science cannot explain. Thank y'all. Yeah, so uh, the, the term preternatural is what comes to mind with that. It means uh, things that mm. appear to be real but have yet to be proven, essentially. Um, yes. Yeah cryptids would be within that uh the fey would be within that i think that what has happened is that we have developed a reliance on what we call science um but a lot of the time the scientific method is not actually being applied we're just saying well because this thing because we know this this seems unlikely so therefore scientifically i'm not going to believe in it i think there's also the fact of the matter that you know we look at things and we're like, oh, well, science shows us that, 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 that. Regardless of the fact that lightning is what it is, it's still weird. Like, just because it's, it's not Zeus throwing thunderbolts down at the ground doesn't mean that the fact that a whole bunch of heat concentrates in the sky and then comes down to the ground does not make that less weird. Well, just because we know how it works now. So well, what I'm trying to say is that things that seemed like magic in the past... Yeah we are likely uncovering the physical, natural laws behind it. Yeah. And that's why we're starting... Maybe I didn't articulate that very well with no, the no, example no. I chose. You're, you're, Does it make no, sense now? No, no, you articulated it just fine. I was just wondering where you were going with oh, that okay, in yeah. terms of, like... Okay. Lightning's weird. Yeah. Uh, I was going to yeah. like, why? That's, that's what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The stuff that we looked at in the past, we're like, oh, that's magical. Well, now we know it's not magical. Yeah. We have the scientific explanation for it, but 
It is a little it disappointing. It doesn't make it though. not real, you know? Yeah, but it the... does it does ruin some of that I mean, not to like be direct, but magic. Because there, yeah, there's something sure. elementally fun about something that you don't fully understand. And it is kind of sad that we're continuously understanding granted that that's coming from someone who like loves learning things mm -hmm. and trying to understand things to the best of the ability. But I recognize like, you know, movie magic exists because People didn't really know how they did things in movies. And now with the advancement of technology and the proliferation of the internet, we get a bunch of videos explaining like how CGI happens in movies and things. And now you can go into a film and be like, if you're even vaguely familiar with the processes, it's like, oh, I know how all of this was done. There's a, uh, I think it's, I want to say Thomas Paine quote that is uh, something along the lines of science is the process of understanding God's creation or something mm. like that, which I'm not necessarily saying you have to be like Christian, but um, if you look at it, like, I think that's a good point. Like science yeah. is the process of understanding magic. Yep. You know, mm. I mean, think about what chemistry is. Yeah. It's alchemy. Um, yeah. Like quite literally chemistry is derived from the term alchemy. Yeah. But you know, you look at stuff like that, you know, uh, gravity, we still don't totally like, yeah. if I'm, if I'm understanding this correctly, we haven't proven no, we still, gravity. We know it has to do with the mass. It's still a theory. We know it has to do with the mass and density of a given object, mm -hmm. but we don't understand what about the mass and density correlates to yeah. the force of gravity. Yeah, so like something like that, like it seems magical until you go into all of these details and all of these studies and everything like that. Yeah. But th that hasn't been done with certain things. That hasn't been done, you know, with, with demons. There's still contradicting arguments on how lift works. Yeah, exactly. So, like, but if you look at something like demons, we have not scientifically proven that demons do not exist. We don't even know how to scientifically approach the idea of demons. How would you test demons? What What is the scientific experiment there? You can test summoning rituals. Yep. Empirically. Mm. I wouldn't, but you can. <laughs> um, but All I hear is a challenge. <laughs> that's like that's that's my Money's response when we here. say we're gonna go in the woods and i'm gonna run after the wind again oh my god um but yeah so th that's what i mean though is like we 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 look at things and we're like well scientifically that's impossible no we haven't tried it yet yeah we don't know how to yet and i'm not I mean, saying hey, that that i'm not saying that the lack of a scientific experiment disproving its existence means it's real yeah i'm just saying like i think we've kind of lost our sense of wonder we'd rather a lot of people would rather say oh there's no way there's well, no because way. people are really quick to give up. I mean, we spent decades trying to make fusion a net, like, positive mm -hmm. in terms of energy creation based off of what goes into it. Granted, we're not fully there yet, but we just had a massive breakthrough that proves for the first time, yes, we can get more energy out of at least that small yeah. elemental transaction than what we put into it. We've had fusion bombs for a while, though, haven't we? Yeah, but that's... It's a different kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's an uncontrolled explosion. Exactly, versus a controlled harnessing of a right. energy. Yeah. All right. Well. The, uh, well, you were gonna say the 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 thing I, I would say with um, especially modern science is, is there's a certain level of hubris that we have as a as a civilization where we we seem to believe we are the pinnacle when we we know from the the various even science fictions that if there is extraterrestrial life we are definitely not the pinnacle of yeah. it um like even if you look at me a few years ago when i was in my edgy atheist phase i think it's the weird sort of i'm right you're wrong sort of mentality that we have in the modern world right. and i think we need to get rid of that and go well, it may be there is a bigfoot but we won't know because everyone laughs at the idea of it and we don't properly research it yeah i mean it's i, I agree yeah 
Um, uh, Elijah Hetrick, this is in relation to the Discord comment from earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, I know, I know, but they're so damn interesting. Plus, haven't seen the light anomalies for a bit. Oh, yeah, he's been seeing orbs. He's pondering them. Have you gotten, like, freezing temps or, <laughs> uh, you know, ghostwriting or anything yet? Let us know. Um, uh, Young Volio for 10 bucks said, Joe Biden is our lizard overlord. That's going to get clipped. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, Quattro for $5 said, us Virginians will catch Bigfoot for you. If you're a little far away from Washington. I mean, if, if I'm going to trust anybody to get things done, it's going to be Virginians. True. Fair. So. You know what the Virginians didn't get done though? What? Civil War. (laughs) (laughs) Union supremacy. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait for the comment on the land of traitors, rattlesnakes (laughs) and alligators right away. This is why Isaiah doesn't talk to us anymore. <laughs> uh, Steve Loves Pandas for four ninety nine said, In all of your research, have you heard of anyone rizzing a Wendigo asking for a friend? Not yet, but I'll let you know if it works uh, out. I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll do it. I'll if fly me to America, I will riz a Wendigo. I will <laughs> do it. haven't even found a folklore story of somebody even attempting attempting it yeah, yeah no it's uh i mean you wouldn't really want to. everybody's like oh i want some of that when does he i don't know have you listened to me describe this thing have you not heard it's him not say the word desiccated enough desic- times? gaunt emaciated <laughs> it's skin like wet paper like why would you want that it's a walking paper mache let's Ugh. not uh knight of the dark lords 969 for 10 bucks said hi from minnesota you should look into the ross minnesota wendigo sightings all right we will Yes. Uh, Elijah again for two bucks said, by the way, I need to talk about a suspicious individual. All right. I, I will respond to your email this week. I, I know it's there. I just haven't gotten to it. Fair. Uh, young Volio said, Aiden got gravitational riz. The gravitational riz. I am honored and I am put, I was going to say, I'm going to put that on my gravestone. Uh, put it on your resume? Gravitational <laughs> risk specialist. Yeah, oh, I mean, no. might as well. I would fire you immediately. It's better. It's better <laughs> than the type of riz that you and Cat uh, confer or like concluded that I had. What was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Go for Which it. I think that's more accurate. Yeah, it still. is. <laughs> um, and that's that's it as of now. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's look and see if we got any uh, non-super chats to answer. Oh, uh, Wendigo into that British Riz is the first there was a regular comment I saw. <laughs> Quattro in all caps said, you mean the war of northern aggression? <laughs> Quattro, <laughs> you're from San Diego. <laughs> you're from San Diego. Oh, God. Uh, Quattro said, read my members chat. Did we not? I'm looking for it. I don't have it. Do you have it? I'm looking for it. Quattro, what what was it? Re- yeah, Quattro, just re- send, send it. it yeah, send it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm scrolling up. I can't see anything. Yeah, be green. Dixie for Dixie Fiend says it's me. <laughs> it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on a shirt. Yes. <laughs> Um, Kellen, the official data said, when Dussy isn't about pleasure, it's about sending a message to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Uh, how many? <laughs> this is for Waco. <laughs> Just as a reminder, how many of them are there? How many, uh, what, ATF agents? Yes. 1,714. There are only 1,714 ATF agents. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. If I could capture a wood woes, and that if it can fight dragons, it can probably also I'm, fight the ATF. 
Yeah, exactly. There's like imagine a thousand woodwows against a thousand ATF agents. Gonna gonna train a Wendigo and let him loose in Buckingham Palace. Oh jeez. And the monarchy once and for all. <laughs> uh, traveling board just said thoughts on demons appearing as humans being responsible for the uncanny valley effect. Uh, typically stories of demons don't really involve them manifesting in human form. It's usually that they possess a person. Um, hmm. angels appear in human form and there's an argument to be made that angels are, that demons are angels. Um, but, uh, yeah, it would be hard to say. I, I would say that probably not. I think Uncanny Valley is, is probably something a little bit more, uh, terrestrial, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh... Agamon's gym bag for $2 said, West Virginia is best Virginia. Come at me, bro. I mean, yeah. I mean, we agree with you. Yeah, we're, we support West Virginia. West Virginia was literally like, yeah, I'm not sure about this slavery thing. And then dipped. Yep. Uh, Quattro did send it. Uh, Y'all should look into Hispanic folklore like Latunda, El Cuco, and Wekufe. Uh, okay, Palm Springs, San Diego, it's all California. We would, I, I, I'm, I think I can speak for both of us and say we're definitely game, but I have a feeling that one barrier to entry is going to be our capability to speak Spanish. Yeah, we might need Spanish-speaking help with that one, yeah. I, simply because when I tried to do a story about, uh, there was some sort of Cuban thing. Um, it, it was so long ago, it was over a year ago. Um, but it was a Cuban story, and I could only find, like, one basically like travel blog english source about it that kind of gave the gist of it a lot of spanish sources it's hard to find english translations uh plas said you still have to look through the demon gate high book oh my god i know it's been stream. so long i'm so sorry and that we should uh the three of us should just be on stream for that and like play know. stuff together oh yeah right do you uh, play games or anything on streams yeah i i i i haven't actually done any streams as of yet because it's it's finding the time so when i mm -hmm. get a chance to like take this more full time i'll probably start streaming games yeah. and stuff streaming's fun i enjoy my twitch streams mm -hmm. yeah it's a good time for those of you who didn't know i do twitch streams uh we played dmz and warzone on friday boy here got soustied i was not well <laughs> <laughs> But we played a lot of Phasmophobia. We yeah, played, we played Phasmophobia, Green Hell, um, Labyrinthine. Um, I still want to download Green there, Hell. There's a bunch uh, of different ones that we've been playing, that we've been having fun with. Uh, and those streams are usually 5.30 to 8.30 or so on Thursday and Friday. I'll, I'll tell you what would be fun. A Crusader Kings either two or three stream. God, I'm, us three. I, I'm so bad at Crusader Kings. Oh, I'm awful, but it's fine. I, I would smoke work. you in Total War if we're being honest here. I'd be, but... I, I can't, I can't, I can't handle turn-based games. Really? I'm real time strategy. I'm real time strategy. I suck at Civ. I love the game. I love Civ, but I lose every single game of it that I play. My only role in Civ is a spoiler. Like, <laughs> like all I can ever do is be a thorn in somebody's side so that the person I like the least doesn't win. I think the problem is I have a tendency to play as the Dutch and just look for spices. Turns out spices are not enough to rule the world. Unless the British learn that pretty the hard or the hard yeah. way, yeah. Uh Aiden Patco said for $4.99, submitting my application to be the third Aiden and your correspondent for Montana slash the PNW in quotes or uh parentheses. I have stories. <laughs> I Email love us. I love both Montana and the PNW, so I'm down. Uh, somebody said more Labyrinth. Oh, that was Charlie Ward. Um, yeah, I've seen some of Bob Gilman stuff. Gimlin stuff, yeah. Um, to answer that one that I just saw in there. Uh, 
If somebody uh, were tricked into human flesh, would they become a Wendigo? I don't think so. As far as the folklore goes, it's not just the act of cannibalism, it's the intention and the, the motivation for it that also play a role. So you would need to, uh, it's it's that you have to eat somebody out of desperation. You have to eat somebody for your own survival, uh, especially if you murder somebody in order to eat them. Um, are we still accepting essays? Do you know how many we've received? I have no idea, and I was literally yeah. just pulling up to see when I put the deadline as. I mean, I won't I won't be able to do the stream until Thursday or Friday anyway. So yeah, I, mean, I would say as, as long as the essay is in, in time for Aiden to do a look over on like Wednesday. I put some form of like deadline. I can't, I'm, yeah, this is a new mm -hmm. computer. I don't have uh, it's fine. a lot yeah, of Gmail up. But... Yeah, if you, if you want to submit an essay, uh, the rubric was what? Can you pull it up really quick? I was just looking for it. I, it's on oh, the Lore okay. Lodge thing. It's gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it, it was like 1,500 words or something like that. Yeah, it was like it was like eight to 1,200, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was not supposed to be super long, and you can write about whatever you want. Yeah. Um, it's just for fun. And yeah. then, but like, try not to make them terribly, ridiculously long or anything, because yeah. I have to go through. Like, I have to go he through. He has to go through and okay it that A, it's not going to violate Twitch Terms of Service, yeah. and B, that it's you know worth worth reading yeah online so if it's if it's like excessively long like i'm just gonna be honest i'm like if it's like 12 15 pages long that's probably I'm not, not gonna, gonna read it um, it's, it's just it's not gonna work yeah it's, I, I would say anywhere from like three to six pages is yeah. is your sweet spot yeah um and again they can be about whatever you want you can you can source stuff or you can put a footnote that says this was revealed to me in a dream i don't care um uh, also aiden yes uh feel free to send orb stories to the email yeah go for it um giants as a subspecies of humans <clears throat> equals uncanny valley that's a little bit closer to what i'm thinking hello salem um hello salem uh let's see uh <laughs> that's a good point destro just said Aiden and Green Hell to me. Don't eat the human meat. Me already eating the human meat. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Destro, what happened when you ate the human meat? You went insane, and people that weren't there started killing you. And then it caused my sanity to hit. So, Green Hell is such a fun game, especially if you got a crew. Mm. Like, it is utter chaos. Yep. I, I will download it this week. Yeah. So it, it. It's one of those things where, like, it, if it were a AAA title... There's certain stuff that could have been like, you know, for example, I uh, hostile NPCs roaming the map, like, and yep. you know, physically in the game. In Green Hell, it will just spawn a jaguar five feet behind you. Sometimes it'll spawn a war party of Amazonian natives just outside of your your hut. Interesting. There's nothing you can do about it. I. Uh, Turns out jaguars can phase through uh, certain kinds of walls. <laughs> yeah, we had a mud, we had a full mud like structure built, and a jaguar just like went right through the wall. Interesting. Yeah, not great. Uh, also, just a little off topic, but Dark Wizard just said the kicker from Dallas might lose his job one for the last six. <laughs> what is going on with him? I. I Sorry, sorry to do a tangent into football, but the Cowboys kicker is just awful. And I, I'm wondering, like, if he's... I, I thought he was just having a bad day. This is two games now, and all season he was actually really good. Yeah. 
I, I'm wondering, like, he should he should get his brain checked out. Yeah. Like, the only did reason I can... What? Did he get hit? Probably not. He's a kicker. But know, that's why I'm saying, like, it could be a lot worse. It could be, like, a tumor or something. Like, mm. he, might have, he might have something throwing his balance off. Um, uh, so, also, somebody he should probably said, get that checked out. Dr. Dracula said, can you invite Politis to the podcast someday? I mean, we can. I doubt we'll get him. Yeah. He seems to only talk to media that's bigger than him. Um, and while I think we're tech, we're bigger than him on YouTube, I think. Yeah. Um, I, we might be actually, I don't know for sure. Um, where was it? There we go. Uh, um, I have not watched last of us yet, but considering how much I love Chernobyl and it's the same creators, I'm very much interested in watching it. I will let you know when I see it. So weird HBO to Disney and back pipeline going on. Right they're now. in, they're very Does much Disney in. own HBO. No, it's Warner. It's Warner Discovery. Yeah, really. Damn, interesting. All right, here we go. Yeah, Warner Brothers owns HBO. Or, but I guess. Oh yeah, because Discovery just bought all of Warner Brothers, didn't they? Okay, yeah. So yeah. Politis is bigger than us on YouTube. Um, Can Missing Project has four hundred three thousand subscribers. That um, that that's a fun little tangent. Are you all excited for James Gunn to either save or destroy DC? <laughs> I don't care. I I'm gonna wait. <laughs> Like, I love Cavill so much that I'm just going to wait and see, like, what he does. I'm probably not going to do anything, like, crazy for theaters. Like, if a trailer convinces me that it's going to be a good idea, sure. But I don't know. What do you think? I just, uh, like, I get where they're coming from. I understand what they're doing. But it's just a shame that an entire, you know, generation it, it, got screwed. To, to quickly answer a question from chat, uh, an infantryman stationed at Fort Irwin, California, asked if he's accosted by a skinwalker. Should I reach for my saw M67 or M34? The the incendiary, the M34. The other ones will not do anything, unless you know, you cut it in half. With the saw, <laughs> no, it still yeah. keep coming at that point. Also, I did ask about Chupacabra as well. The Chupacabra is an interesting one. I used to be obsessed yeah. with that as a kid because there's the dog version and then there's like the weird vampire version. Yeah, the, well, <laughs> so the original version of it is from Puerto Rico, and it's I. Uh, it's more of a lizard. It's reptilian. Yeah. And then somehow over in Mexico and Texas, it turned into a dog thing. Um, I'm just in... thinking. I'm thinking they probably saw coyotes with mange. Um, there, it, there is. There was one woman who managed to like find one dead and then had its head in a freezer. Because I remember when I was little watching Monster Quest, and she mm -hmm. was like determined that this was a real thing. Um. I kind of think scientifically the like the dog version is probably more realistic, but a large part of me wants the weird lizard vampire creature for Puerto Rico to be the real one. But not if I was in Puerto Rico. I definitely wouldn't want it because I wouldn't want to stay outside my window. Mm -hmm. But, you know, while I'm far away, it seems exciting. <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, all right, I'm looking through these again. Um, yeah, the lizard version I like a little bit more. The dog version's a little too lame. Like, uh... If it was cannibalism, half of Hollywood would be Wendigos. Are people in Hollywood being tricked into eating human meat? No, they're doing it willingly. Let's that's not <laughs> that open, would make them Wendigos. <laughs> let's not open that can of <laughs> Fallout New Vegas White House. Well, you gotta understand they're doing the Adrenochrome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, you gotta do that impersonation oh more because it's it's solid. <laughs> <laughs> I do a very good Alex Jones, but I'm not doing it on YouTube because we would get yeah, banned. Fair. <laughs> They're putting chemicals in the water to turn the freaking frogs gay. It's it's yeah. solid. 
I don't know how he does that. Like, how do you talk like that constantly? It's when you like he must have, have smoked a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, or he's got a lot of vocal problems. Clearly, yeah, like you shouldn't sound. Well, like he that. does scream a lot. He does yell yeah. quite a bit. So all that super say what mentality. you want. Say what you want about Alex Jones. He is a very passionate you, man. You want to know what my favorite <laughs> my favorite thing about Alex Jones is is that the company that makes Super Male Vitality is the same company that makes Gwyneth Paltrow's line of supplements. Yeah, no, that's... I'm, <laughs> oh, that's that's all you need to know. Like, as as far as if somebody pitches you supplements, they're all being cranked out of the same Chinese company and repackaged. Yep. Like, that is all of them. It doesn't matter whose you buy, they're all the same thing, and it's a grift. Um, you just got an amazing super chat. And then there's us, and then there's us with our, uh, you know, our coffee that we actually designed. You know, curated. And... Instead of just picking something off a shelf and repackaging it as our own um bobcat said would that cnn anchor that ate the human brains become a wendigo oh that's not, who was that wasn't aaron rupar wasn't aaron rupar no idea yeah i can't remember which one it was um look look that up i'm curious which, goop. which cnn person... <laughs> I goop oh um, what a horrible company oh god uh yeah but i uh, that would um Here's the thing. I can't believe that he didn't come away with that without prion disease. Like, that's fascinating to me. Um, like, Reza did he Aslan. actually do it? I thought this oh, was Reza a Aslan? meme. Oh, Reza Aslan? Yeah, he, he, he ate human brains. I thought this was a meme. This is not a meme. But why? Uh, CNN? <laughs> that, no, no, just leave it there. Let that, that seems like clear. a reasonable explanation for clear. why somebody <laughs> would eat human brains, as CNN told them to. Um, yeah, the... <laughs> Like, isn't that in um there's a there's a, a film i watched when i was young the, i think it's called the book of eli when like mm -hmm. that's how they know if they're, if they're cannibals is their handshake because they've got mm -hmm. like prion disease. disease yeah um no clearly he didn't become a wendigo so yeah that's the thing is like is it purely the desperation thing that does as it? as far like... as we know it could be a lot of makeup <laughs> true um what else we got here uh any ugly chihuahua as a chupacabra? Um, yes. The, <laughs> Do you mean any chihuahua as a chupacabra? To, to answer a quick question here, that was, uh, has any connection between Wendigo and prion disease ever been discussed? I uh, that that is something that I've talked about. I don't know if I've talked about it on this show necessarily, but yeah, I I do wonder if there's a possibility that that has something to do with it because if if human prion disease is anything like chronic wasting disease in deer um you could definitely get to a point where you're zombie like yeah. now would it necessarily have the other attributes that wendigos are typically described as having probably not it would be more zombie like but you got to remember you know maybe there's multiple things that people were seeing and assuming they were all part of the same story true all dragons are sluts for 20 bucks <laughs> uh grew up on a private airport there were two silos and some very grown-up woods there were always a lot of bones now looking back they were probably a bit haunted and i always got along with spirits so it never bothered me. It's all you can ask for when you got uh when you got bone trees. Yep. You... What should you not do when there's bone trees, Aiden? Move the bones. You if you find a bone fun... tree, don't move the bones. Don't do you, do you move know? the bones. Talking about moving objects. When I was younger, I was on holiday with my um, middle brother, mm -hmm. um, and we came across a Roman fort, um, and some locals said it was haunted. Now my brother took a shine to one of the bricks, and he took it home, unbeknownst to my parents. Um, as we left the fort, my mum was swarmed by flies, and like we had horrific, unexplainable like things happen to us for months, for, like mm -hmm. years. And when I went to uni, I got I got a text from my mum because they weren't on holiday, and it was like we've put the brick back. 
And then, <laughs> like, and like, it's a running joke that like my brother got us cursed what by Roman brick? ghosts for the last. Oh my god, that's years. a great text again. Sounds valid. Um, <laughs> see, Agamemnon's gym bag. Oh yeah, we got one <laughs> These from are fantastic. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> These names. are amazing usernames. Said Redza Aslan, eight human brain. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yep. I, you couldn't pay me enough. No. Like, was it worth it, Redza? Was it worth it? It shouldn't be. Uh, Quattro for five said, allegedly, some people think the Camarillo State Mental Hospital, mm. which was turned into a college that I lived at, was an inspiration for Hotel California. I've heard a lot of that, that there's, um, yeah, I, 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 it's pretty understood that Hotel California is about an insane asylum, right? Uh, there's some people that think it's a rehab facility. Oh, okay, that would also work. Yep. But they mention, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, that's, that makes sense. Um, and then Alec for $10. This is probably going to be the last one because it is now 8.32. And uh, we got we got to get some stuff organized after this. Um, let's see. Uh, Alec said for $10, have any of you guys watched Mountain Monsters, specifically the Bigfoot episodes? Oh, my God, it's hilarious but weird. Uh, I actually haven't seen Mountain Monsters. No. But now that you mention it. I mean, I, I wish that this stuff was, like, just available on YouTube so I could go and watch it and stream and, like, do reaction yeah. stuff. But sadly, uh, you can't just play something and react to it. They don't count that as commentary. You can do it, record it, and then cut it up into pieces, but you can't do it live. Yeah. Um, it's against Twitch Terms Service. But with all of that said, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, History Daddy, I believe it's it's a good moment for you to plug yourself again. Thank you. Um, yes, I, I'm History Daddy. I'm History Daddy on YouTube. I recently just passed 1,000 subscribers and I did a special. At the end of that special, I said when I hit 10k subscribers before the end of January, I will continue playing Outlast. So that is the motivation I have is that currently. The, that's the horror game? I Yeah, I despise horror in all of its forms. And so I picked a subscriber account I don't think I'll hit by the what, end of what January. Was it? Um, ten thousand by the end of January, oh, and I'll I will play more. But it's purposely well. If, purposely if you guys, if this effect. video, if if we get a lot of views on this video, you know, the last don't. one we did has thirty thousand views from last week. So don't encourage them. Don't. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're, All right. So everybody who's currently free. here, go subscribe to no. History Daddy so we can no. get him jacked up. I want to watch this man cry. Oh, yeah. I want to see him cry. I will do it live. I want I'll, your I'll tears. Uh, I'm also on Instagram as History Daddy Official and. Uh, TikTok as well, where I do funny videos and I make um, inclinations that I want to kiff Alexander the Great. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Plaz, watch yourself. Um... <laughs> I, just, All right. I just read that comment. I'm not reading that on stream. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Ryan, thank you for joining us. And we will see you guys again. Thank you for having me. In a week. Oh, we have a button for it now. Yes.